Hi, and welcome to Bliss This House, Home Organizing with Maria Grove. I'm Maria, your host. I'm a professional home organizer with years of experience tackling clutter and helping build sustainable organizing solutions in my clients' homes. This podcast will teach you how to have fun with organizing, build good habits in your home, and a little bit of design. So let's get started. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining me on the podcast today. It's your host, Maria. I have with me a guest, Carly Adams, and her business is called Tidy Revival. It's um, a very exciting conversation today. I've been wanting to have this one for a while because I love capsule wardrobes. I just I just love them. I proselytize them all the time. I think they're so important. And and I'm always amazed at so many people don't know what they are. So we're going to have a conversation today about what a capsule wardrobe is, how to set one up, and why it's so important, why it's a game changer in your wardrobe. So welcome, Carly. Thank you so much for having me, Maria. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited too. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your business. I love the name of your business. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, So my name is Carly Adams. I am the owner of Tidy Revival. Um, I'm based here in Sacramento, California. And in addition to working with folks in home, we also have an online private community and we have our Tidy Revival podcast. Um, So we're doing other things as well. And it's a lot of fun. It's, It's my passion. Yeah. So how long have you been a professional organizer? I've been in business since fall 2017, so it'll be six years this year. And I always let people know too, because this is an important part of like my origin story is that I am not a naturally organized person and I'm actually like a chronically disorganized person by natural default. So everything that I do was a new skill and a learned skill that completely changed my life. And that led me to really want to help other people, um, get these systems under their belt and have their life transformed also. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's so funny. Um, professional organizers are like two buckets. They're either the person who was tidy from the very beginning, like literally came out of the womb organizing and folding things or had the messy room and has always been messy and then came to it through a life transition. Yes. A hundred percent. And it's just like, what I need to tell everyone we're like, missionaries of organization. Missionaries of organization. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) So what are some of the tips that you teach your clients? Like just in general? Yeah, just in general, because I mean, like, what are, what are the things that you learned in your journey that you now take on your mission? I would say the biggest, biggest things are to use decluttering as the foundation of everything that you do which is not very sexy. I don't think people really enjoy hearing that per se. Um, But the first place to start, rather than starting at like container store or Target and like looking at the bins and saying, okay, these bins are going to change my life. Instead, I want you to look at the spaces that you already have that are driving you bananas. And I love telling people to start in a space that is especially stressing you out. Bonus points, if it helps you specifically versus everybody else in your household, because a lot of times, um, the matriarch ends up kind of being the person to take the back seat. So I want you to take the front seat. I want to put have you put your oxygen mask on first, and I want to start by decluttering. So I teach folks to figure out what you use, want, need, 
and love and also what fits because there is going to be a space and there's going to be a point in every space where we run out of room and you're kind of at max capacity. So that's one of the things that I talk to people a lot as well is what I call the space rule. And that is how much space do we have to store X, Y, Z. So some of the tips I know we're going to talk about with capsule wardrobes can be a game changer to help you get more space in your closet by switching things out seasonally, especially if your closet space is limited or your drawer space is limited. But in addition, no matter how many other places you're going to be storing the off-season clothing, there will be a point at which you max out. And I want people to keep that in mind as well, because when people, when things are feeling particularly, um, over jammed for lack of a better word, yeah, that's where the stress can really happen. So examining how much space we have to contain things is really important along the way. And also to keep your systems as simple as possible, because I know when I first became an organizer, I was really focused on, and I'm talking like first year organizer. I'm like, I need to figure out systems that are going to blow people away, like things they've never seen before and just have it be this really, you know, special and unique system. But what I learned very quickly, thank goodness, is that nobody wants that. Nobody needs that. Everyone needs things to be as simple as possible. So if it feels too simple, but it works and you're thinking that can't possibly count as a system, let me assure you it absolutely does. And you're on the right track. And if it feels too simple, just stop, stop what you're doing. You landed on it. That's the gold right there because you want to be able to find what you need easily and you want to be able to put it away as easily as possible. And from there, how organized things are as in like, does everything have its own special spot or do you have things by category and you're kind of throwing things as a bin or into a bin from there, those decisions are really a person by person choice. There's no wrong way to organize things. Some people want things in every, you know, like special little compartments for everything. Some people want it more um, organized by category and less particular. And that's, that's fine too. So um, I happen to be the secondary person in that conversation. So it's more of a, um, oh my gosh, I usually have the word on the tip of my tongue. Feel free to cut this out. <laughs> no, it's, it's okay. <laughs> it's, it's more, um, organizing like in broad strokes and broad categories versus mm-hmm. really meticulous. If that yeah. I sense. say micro versus macro. There we go. Thank you. Those are yeah, the words I was yeah, looking for. Exactly. Like, you know, the really fastidious, you know, every aspect, like, you know, it's like headache, first aid, um, tummy trouble, you know, everything. And then one is like medicine versus first aid. A hundred percent. And that's you know. exactly how it is in my bathroom. It's medicine and first aid. Right. Exactly. And, and I liked what you were saying about making decluttering the first, you know, non-sexy step um Mm -hmm. because so many people contact me and they say you know looking forward to having you come to my house maria uh what should i order from the container store before you get here and i'm like oh no (laughs) (laughs) no honey no no honey no (laughs) don't do that (laughs) yeah um you know if we need if in the process we find that we need something to contain your things then we will order it later but really the stuff needs to go. And then we organize what's left. 
Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. Because don't you find that people generally have more than they want? Yes. Yes. And that's a good way to put it because a lot of people say more than they need, but, uh, but really it's more than they want because it's causing that stress. It's causing that anxiety in your home and you don't even know about it because it's a million unmade decisions that are weighing on you that you don't even know is weighing on you. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's been there for so long that it's kind of turned into this background where you- Hmm. Yeah. And by kind of disrupting that energy, you're starting to shift things around. And yeah, I fully agree. The other thing too, is that um, I'm sure you can attest to this. You end up emptying bins along the way where you're like, we can just reuse this or you don't necessarily, you can't really plan out a space until you let go of the things that you don't need anyway, because if you make a plan around what you just see in the beginning, what you end up with could be a completely different solution. Um, I have a story that I tell all the time. The short version is that I had a client who had a lot of fine leather goods that she purchased on vacation. And so when I first looked at her closet, in my mind, we were going to have to make a solution with a lot of purse storage. But as we decluttered, we realized that she doesn't actually enjoy using these bags. She enjoys buying fine leather goods on vacation. And so she gave, she gave a bunch to her friends. She did, donated a bunch to um, oh, an organization that helps women locally and kept very, very few. So if I had just started at the container store and built the solution, like she would just still have too much stuff. Right. So by starting with decluttering, you can weed out the things you don't use, want, need, love, can fit in your house. And you're not sorting too through too much stuff day in, day out. Totally. Well, let's shift our conversation to what I really want to talk about, which is <laughs> capsule wardrobes. Yeah. Um, you know, we um, connected through a group um, for podcasters mm-hmm. and um, you told me that you have a story about capsule wardrobes. And I just, I'm so excited to learn about that. And basically for people who don't know what a capsule wardrobe is, um, you let, let's, let's break that down. Carly, can you, can you tell people what a capsule wardrobe is? Sure. I like to define it as having a limited amount of clothing available for you to use per season. And I know that there are a lot of different ways to do that. Some people might say it's 50 items or less. It's 33 items or less. Um, I don't think that there's any wrong way to do it, but I think that having a making conscious decisions around what you have available for your daily wear on a seasonal basis is really the game changer. Yeah, I agree. Seasonal is so important because I mean, we both live in a seasonal environment. And so, you know, if I left my summer dresses out all year round, they would be cluttering up my closet and I'd be moving them constantly all the time when the snow was falling. So I, I move them, I put them in a bin and I, and then I bring them back out. And, you know, it's always a sign of spring and summer when I bring out my summer dresses and it's always so exciting. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like, who is this girl? (laughs) She's about to have some fun. She is about to have a cocktail. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Yeah. And I think that there's this 
there's this subconscious thing going on that people don't realize or think about when you have an overstuffed closet. And that is that your brain is still having to make decisions every day, even if those clothes don't fit you, even if they're not appropriate for daily wear, your brain still says, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. And we only have so much decision-making power throughout the day. So if we can limit how many decisions we have to make first thing in the morning and save them for the important things that we need later on, you're, you're just helping your brain a little bit. Um, that's why I love labels so much as well is because it's just a little shortcut for your brain. So your brain, even if it's a clear bin, doesn't have to look inside and say, what is that? Here's the answer. It's just, it's there. You just read it. And that is the answer. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a teeny tiny step, but when your brain doesn't have to make the decisions, it can help you save that energy. Absolutely. I, um, read a book, um, you know, it was the be more with less Oh, project three, three, three. Yep. Um, and so her concept was Courtney Carver and her concept was, it was 33 items. You get yep. as many jammies as you want and as many workout clothes as you want. Um, yep. but then you have 33 items to, to do. And I tried it and I tried it for a couple of seasons. And what you do is you change it and you change your, your wardrobe every four, you know, four times a year. And what I liked about it was I had, I, you, she was having you pick clothes from your wardrobe. She wasn't having you buy specific capsule pieces. So yep. she was saying, you know, what use the clothes that you already wear, that you know fit you, that you like to wear, that you know work with your 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 lifestyle. Um, you know, and so there's another um uh, capsule wardrobe that I, I talk about, which is, um, classy yet trendy. And they do something where you, you download their, uh, their list and then you can buy all the pieces and they create like the athleisure list or Mm. the teacher list or the stay at home mom list, or my favorite, the French capsule list. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, and so it's all it's all like things that you need to buy to create this this capsule wardrobe. But what I liked about Courtney Carver's three 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 is you have these you just use your clothes and you just you just create this capsule wardrobe from what you already know, use and like. Hmm. I also found her her book, her philosophy. I'm still on her newsletter list. Um, I found her work really really helpful when I was going through my decluttering and organizational journey. And I'm just going to launch into the story of my capsule wardrobe experience, how it came to be. (laughs) So, um, so I started my organizational and decluttering journey kind of towards my late 20s. So this is going to be like 2010s and um, started you know, I was in a one bedroom apartment, but I just, I had no systems. My finances were a mess, which ends up kind of being related in a way, but no systems, way too much stuff was really hard to find things. And I figured out through decluttering and organizing that I actually was like wasting a lot of money on things that I wasn't actually using. It was kind of like little dopamine shopping hits. Like how many lip glosses did I need? 25? Maybe not. How many nail polishes did I need? 70 million? Maybe not. 
Um, especially when at the time I was like not painting my nails. So I had all of these things where it would just be like, Ooh, cute. Gonna get it. Ooh, cute. Gonna get it. And then it was just adding up, adding up, adding up. And I wasn't actually using these things. So decluttering and organizing journey, amazing. Helped me whittle it down. And even though we had this little one bedroom apartment, I probably went through my closet. It was like probably like four different rounds and between Courtney Carver and just her kind of minimalism ideas. And then also I found Marie Kondo's book, um, her first one, particularly helpful too. And this is, this is really, um, it was a cheesy part. And when I first read it, I was like, okay, you've got to be kidding me, but I swear I found it so, so helpful. And that was when there were items of clothing that I felt that I didn't, I wasn't going to use them ever again, but it was emotionally difficult to let them go for some of the things I like out loud thanked them for helping like just for their time with me and then was able to let them go and move forward. And again, I found it very cheesy in the beginning, but it was so, so, so helpful. Yes. So I'd call, I called down my wardrobe, felt that I was like on board with more of a minimalist lifestyle than I had been and just be more intentional with my things. But then in 2017, my husband and I decided to move away um, from our college town, which was San Francisco. And I'd been there for like 15 years at that point. Um, we decided to move away because we wanted to own property and couldn't do that there. So we we knew that we were going to leave the city, but we weren't 100% sure where we wanted to land. We thought probably Sacramento, but we weren't positive yet. Um, so we decided to take the opportunity to do some traveling and just take a little break since we were relocating and we had saved up, saved up, saved up. So we're incredibly fortunate to make this happen and very, um, thankful, thankful for that. But we packed up all our stuff in storage, like over our apartment and we went traveling and did these trips that we had on our bucket list. And that would have been like a lot of other little trips because of vacation time that you have with work. But instead we just strung a bunch together. So we were in Europe for five weeks and it's worth noting that that was a really chilly spring climate when we were there. Then we came back, we were home for another couple of weeks and then took off on a road trip around the country for seven weeks. And during that time, it was like very hot and humid around parts of the country. So in the middle, you know, we regrouped, made sure we would, didn't have one of those travel colds and then, you know, had took taken off again. But the thing that I was most nervous about when traveling was that we each had one traveler's backpack. And I was like, how am I going to have five weeks worth of clothes in one travel backpack? Like that is just insane to me. I'm going to be wearing the same things over. I'm going to look back on the pictures and be so upset about it. I just, I can't imagine making this work. And once we started traveling, I realized how much more easy things were because it was streamlining me getting ready. I was using everything that I brought, whereas beforehand when I was traveling, I would have so many things that would never even, even use at all. And it made getting ready so much easier. So then I was able to focus on just the trip and having fun. And um, we probably had to do laundry a little bit more frequently, but because we were also doing like a lot of public transportation between cities, it was great because I just had what I needed on my back and didn't have and a rolly bag, you know, it was just very, very easy to get around. 
Um, then we did the same thing when we went around the country. We had a little VW Golf, which is not big at all. And everything that we needed from our like uh, kind of small, but our ice chest and our two bags were in the back of our car so that if we were parked in a city, we didn't have to worry about people seeing things in our car and being tempted to break into it. Coming from San Francisco, that's like a big thing. So we were like, we cannot have anything left in the car. And so we could fit everything in the back, be nice and secure and went around for seven weeks and um, car did not get broken into. That was great. But uh, again, it was, um, you know, having this same capsule wardrobe principle, but for seven weeks, the second time I was just shocked and amazed how much easier it made everything. And from then on, I was hooked. And ever since then, so it was 2017. So yeah, about six years um, I've been doing a capsule wardrobe and I think I started doing project 333 at first, but these days it's just more of a selection of clothing. And I don't worry so much about the numbers. It's just kind of like how much room am I willing to allocate to my clothes? And when it feels a bit full between, I have, you know, two drawers for my, like one is bras, underwear, a little bit of pajamas, my socks, And then a second one is t-shirts, jeans, and kind of shorts and uh, sweatpants and things. And then I have two smaller hanging areas of clothes. So you can't see my hands listening to a podcast, but let's say it's like two, maybe like two and a half feet of hanging items for kind of the things that I would wear if I'm going out or have an event or need to speak or have a networking thing or just want to be out cute. And then another smaller section that's in a different area of the closet. And that's really more of like my work wardrobe. So the pants and the shirts that I wear on sessions, a couple hoodies, I'm good to go. So it's, it's pretty limited. And then I have a dresser in my closet and, uh, I think I have three drawers in there of off season clothing that I'm switching out. And if it's too full, like it is right now, that means I need to go through it and make some decisions. And it just kind of gives me the spatial limitations of saying, okay, I, it's probably a little extra full. It's time to time to do some calling and make some decisions. Um, but it's been working really, really well. And I used to get ready in like 45 minutes every morning before I got organized as a human. And then these days, most days I'm, it's less than 10 minutes to pick an outfit because everything works. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's coordinated, everything, you know, the color palette, you know, yeah, I love that. I love that story. Um, I can't imagine traveling for five weeks with a backpack. I just went away for one week with a giant suitcase. (laughs) Fair enough. And I, and I wore every single thing that I packed, (laughs) but I just, I, I, yeah, I, traveling is traveling is a a tough one like I've done I've done a really big trip and I took a small bag and it was like because I had to and I had to be really thoughtful about and I wore the same shoes every day and I like managed the pants versus the the shirts and I you know I you know did everything that I was supposed to do to be like a really thoughtful traveler um but when I don't have to I go a little crazy, like unsupervised toddler throwing everything in. 
Um, but I really, but I agree with you. Like at home, I I actually really do follow a, a capsule wardrobe. I really have less in my in my closet um, to to choose from. And it is, it does make getting dressed easier. The decision fatigue is less in the morning. I, I liked what you said about that. Like your brain is always making these decisions. So why start out with so many decisions? Yeah. And it, it really impacts the rest of your day. Also, this is the time when I should probably give a little disclaimer about my dog snoring in the background because he was so quiet in the beginning and now not as much. So if you hear that, it's not me. I swear. It's my dog. <laughs> it's fine. You, some, sometimes my dogs randomly start barking. It's fine. We all have pets. Everybody's fine. <laughs> he's, he's usually with me on most calls, like zooms. He just likes to be here. It's just easier than him scratching and whining at the door. So he gets what he wants, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> they always do. They always do. Um, yeah. How do you feel? How do you feel like having a capsule warrant drive has changed your life? Yeah. I, um, I wear my clothes, you know, I, I'm more thoughtful about what clothes I bring in. Um, mm -hmm. actually today I had a few minutes and I stopped by TJ Maxx to pick up some items for the house that I needed, like soap and I needed a candle and um, a couple of other things. And I happened just to start looking around at the clothes and I last thing I need is clothes, don't need any clothes, but I found a sweater and I thought, this is really great. And I brought it home because I knew that I have at least three skirts that it's going to go with. And I can also wear it with a pair of jeans and I can also wear it with like at the end of the summer with the shorts and I can, you know, and so it's not just a one piece. It's not so unique that I can just, so I'm more thoughtful about what pieces I bring in and they mm -hmm. all, what you were saying, they all kind of coordinate, they all kind of work. And you know, I think a lot of people, the the thinking that they have around capsule wardrobes is that it's all one color. Mm -hmm. And so you you wind up dressing very monotone. Um, and sometimes people do that. I mean, they, they come up with a uniform and it's all black, white and navy and that's what they like. But mm -hmm. there are other people like the first time I did the Project 333, I had a red kimono. I had you know, my purple shirt I had, you know, and it, these were the things that I like to wear and I didn't mind repeating these outfits. Yeah. I absolutely can re relate to that. And when I, when I first did project three, 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 I was like, kind of just getting more into minimalism. I was like, I, I think I was too, like really overwhelmed with my closet. And I honestly needed like a style reset because I had so many things before where I would go shopping, you know, for fun with girlfriends. And I swear the $7 clearance items were like the thing that I was always drawn to, like a moth to a flame. But I found myself saying to my friends, you know, like, is this cute? Is this hideous? Do we love this? Do we hate this? You know what? It's $7. I'm just going to get it. I, I probably said that a hundred times. Um, but then I found myself having a bunch of clothes that I was putting on and not wearing and putting on uh, not wearing. 
And I have a little, a little quip when I'm doing closets with people or talking about that sort of thing, where I say, let's call this the 20 times rule. If we have attempted to wear this 20 times, it's never quite worked. It's probably never going to work, right? Let's just save our energy for something else. Um, so stylistically, I found that I was just wearing a lot of things that other people told me looked good on me. And I didn't have quite like a personal sense of style, like I wanted. So I really leaned in hard to the minimalism aesthetic, like very much like gray, black, 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 white, um, and a lot of leopard and maybe like a little bit of red, but just animal print is the new neutral. Carly, it's true. So good. And I still lean in hard with it. Do I have some leopard on my brace on my (laughs) thing? Yes. Um, But these days I'm really starting to inject more color, you know, and just like have fun with it. Like today I wore a pride shirt to my session, nice little rainbow hearts. um, And just like more like pinks and lavenders and more leopard, (laughs) just kind of having fun with it. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's great. I just, I just love the concept of a capsule wardrobe. And what I love about a capsule wardrobe is that it helps people who are going through weight loss or weight gain as well. I've set up capsule wardrobes for clients who go through weight journeys. Um, They, you know, they have like, I actually set up one for a client who has a chronic disease where she actually um, fluctuates in weight, like 10, oh. 15 pounds, like yep. every month, um, mm-hmm. based because of her, her chronic illness. And so what we did was, and so she, her closet was bursting at the seams because yep. she had all the clothes mm-hmm. and she never knew what fit her. And so every morning it was going to be like, are these jeans going to fit? I don't know. And so, I said, well, stop fighting your body. Your body is telling you something. You're in your season of a little bit more weight right now. So let's set up a capsule wardrobe in a bin for 165 pounds. And then you set up a bin for 155 pounds. And so then you pull, you pull, you pull the, the, what's going on from the bin that's working to the bin that's not working. And then the client was just so happy. She was like, oh my gosh, this is like such a game changer because then she didn't have to fight with her clothes. Yes. She, does she, I'm assuming just weigh herself in the morning and be like, yeah, she just weighs herself in the morning and knows where she is. That's beautiful. And I think that that, that can go for a lot of different things um, in the weight loss journey. I am always telling folks I, I understand the concept of, of goal pants, goal clothing, but at the same time, if you're not actively on your weight loss journey, if it's kind of like a hope and a dream, but not necessarily something that we're working actively on right now to have those items in your closet that again, your brain is like, yes, no, yes, no. Every time you're going past it, it's kind of like, no, hmm. Mm, yeah. Why don't why don't we just have those in the off season clothes or the clothes that, you know, let's separate out the clothes that are a certain size and label it as such. And then make them aspirational, you know, just like this, this is what I'm going to wear if I lose 10 pounds, but I'm not going to kill myself to do that. And also I'm not going to 
touch it every time I'm going for the sweatpants that actually do fit me. hundred percent. Let's focus on the things that do fit right now and make us feel amazing about ourselves instead of bring us sadness every single day. Like yeah. let's, let's focus on the joy and have the selection of things that work so we can be top, bottom, go dress cardigan, go versus try on, you know, and just have this then, process. Oh, like, uh, this doesn't do fit. I, oh, I like you know, it. Your, your closet should uplift you. I like what you said about joy. I mean, your closet should uplift you. All these things are really amazing products. You know, this, this top that you picked out, just, it should sing to you and, and, and really make you happy and getting, getting dressed should make you happy instead of, instead it makes so many people so uncomfortable. Yes. And I think that's why Marie Kondo's book really spoke to me. That concept of sparking joy. I think there's something in that can, that can resonate with folks and that can be a helpful kind of like beacon to look for when you are trying things on. Um, Another thing that I would be remiss to not bring up is when you're going through your clothes, also be cognizant of what is sparking sadness or guilt. We get a lot of gifts, a lot of gifts that we don't like. And I say this having helped hundreds of people clean out their closets. We just have these things that are sticking around like, oh, my ex gave that to me. And it's like, okay, do you like it? Well, no, but you know, it's like, I mean, if it's making you sad about your ex every single day that you look at it, baby girl, let's let it go. Yeah. If you don't want it, I mean, if you love it, that's one thing. But if it's, if, if these items are riddled in sadness and guilt, it's time to examine it because maybe we don't need to have that as part of our morning routine because it's getting dressed sets the tone for the rest of the day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, um, this, this summer I decided I made like a goal for myself to dress like I was on vacation every day. So, so I was, I really challenged myself to wear the clothes, like not just on vacation. When I take those clothes on vacation, those clothes got worn all July. Like, and, and I still have now I'm, you know, I, 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 we're recording this in August. I, I still have time to wear all the fabulous clothes. And I, I really challenged myself to, to dress like I was on vacation. And now my dog is growling at someone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate this conversation today. You know, we've talked a lot about um, decluttering and we've talked about, you know, having our clothes rise to meet us. Um, I just love, I just, you know, I I've said it before. I just love a good capsule wardrobe. I think it's so helpful. I think it's a really good tool for meeting us where we are. Um, you know, not just on our weight journey, but on, on our aesthetic journey, like you were saying about where you, you, you were, you were finding your style. A capsule wardrobe is a great way to find your style. A capsule wardrobe is a great way to find what colors you like. Um, you know, I really decided that I, there are certain colors like, um, blue, like this, like the cerulean blue don't Mm -hmm. like wearing that blue. Um, it just doesn't look good on me. And it's, so it's like, just get that off of my palette. Um, you know, and 
I, it's, I, I am more of a camel, black, gray kind of person, even in the summertime. I, you know, my, my t-shirts are gray. Um, now my summer dresses are wild, but, um, but my basics are really just the, a, a, a lighter palette. Um, and I have found that because I have a capsule wardrobe, because I am able to cull down what the, what the real stuff that works for me is. Yes, absolutely. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I also love your headband that you're wearing right now, by the way. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I actually just recently cut off seven inches of my hair and wow. I am rocking the headband, um, as, as a, as a headband girl now. Um, I, I just, yes, thank you. So you, you so like good. tiger. I, I think this is more like you know, leopard or yeah something. Yeah. It's very cute. I have a headband that kind of matches that. I'm like, oh, opportunity to be twins next time. (laughs) Well, I think this is a good opportunity to ask you my three questions. Sure. Um, so what is your greatest accomplishment, Carly? Okay. So this is kind of a callback, but I honestly think my greatest accomplishment was taking that travel break. Um, it was one of those things that was a, a leap of faith and it was an emotional decision. Cause we've all, we've always been very like pragmatic. Our parents were always like, do not leave a job without having another one lined up. And so to leave, we were both in the gaming industry in San Francisco and to, to leave. And they say, well, where, where are you going? And you say, I am going nowhere. I am going to just leave and travel. They're like, well, that makes sense. Have a great time. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> So there was a lot of uncertainty. We weren't a hundred percent sure of where we were going to leave when we were done. But again, the the trips that we took would have taken years if we had just done them on vacation. And um, I I don't think I'll ever regret taking that break. And there was a lot of there was a lot of pinching pennies to make it happen. But I'm very um, thankful that we had the opportunity to do it, and I'm grateful that that we went for it because um, we're generally again more risk averse. So (laughs) it felt like a big adventure. Oh, that sounds so cool. I'd love to do something like that. My husband took a a cross country trip uh, right after college uh, with his best friend. And it was, and just, yeah, he talks about it all the time. And it was like a really special opportunity for them to see things and do things. And, you know, it's just, I've never done that. I've never, I've never seen the country like that. And Mm -hmm. it just, it must've been amazing. It's a big old country and I, I highly recommend, um, highly recommend it if you're able to. And I know that there are some spots that we missed that I think we will do the, you know, like drop on in, get a rental car, see it and then pop back out or places that we want to explore more. Um, but yeah, we, our country is so large and there's so much to see. It's wild. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds amazing. So the next question is, what's your favorite book? Okay. So my very favorite book is You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. I read it for the first time um, at the exact right time in my life. And it has to do with the story that I told you before. Um, I read it right before we kind of started contemplating this adventure. And it also helped push me to start my business because 
or maybe it was about like a year before we left because I, there's this exercise in the book that kind of changed my life. And the short version is that you, you know, you sit down and you think about your ideal day, just like a weekday and what it involves and what is around you and where are you living and what are you seeing and what are you smelling and what are you doing? And I really had this visual visualization of starting my day, you know, like at my kitchen table with like sunlight coming in and just being able to like have some food. And I was like, that doesn't even make any sense because my actual starting of the day was like rushing around, jumping on the train, going downtown, eating at my desk. It was just very different. And, um, and so thinking about what I wanted from my life, if there were no, like, well, that doesn't make sense. You know, if you took that away, what do you want your life to look like was very, um, transformative and then making moves to like, make it happen. Um, I mean, truly changed like every aspect of my life. So you are a badass, highly recommend it. And all of her subsequent books after that as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, she's great. And the book is wonderful too. It's, it's wonderful. So great, great recommendation. So what is your best organizing tip? Okay. So I know we talked about it at the beginning, but I really cannot stress this enough that using decluttering as the foundation of everything that you do in home organization is the game changer. So skip going to the store as the first step and instead start at home, declutter first, because it's so, so easy to accumulate more than we need. And I think for many of us, as I mentioned, myself included, we weren't necessarily born with that, like keep things tidy and organized gene and getting, getting this, the skill set under my belt, um, was a complete game changer, but, um, to reiterate how to think about when you're decluttering, I always tell people to think about what you use, want, need, love, and have room for. And if you do that, your life will change. And have room for. That's the key. And have room for. <laughs> that is the key. Because you you might have palatial taste, but you live in a cabin. <laughs> and if you live in a cabin, you live in a cabin. Like, you know, it, it is what it is. The space maxes out at some point. Yeah, it just does. Yeah. Whether you're in a mansion or a one bedroom apartment, we all have a limited amount of space. So we can't, we can't keep all the things in the world, no matter how cute they are. <laughs> so how can people get in touch with you? You can find me on my site at tidyrevival.com. I'm also on Instagram is probably our main social channel, but we're also on Facebook, TikTok, and Pinterest at tidy revival. Um, or you can check us out at the tidy revival podcast and all those, um, connect with our private community, the club as well. That's great. I love your podcast. Um, so it's really great. I would hope that other people start listening if they love my podcast because of organizing, I hope they listen to your podcast as well. And, um, you know, just, it's just wonderful to hear different perspectives and I've really enjoyed our conversation today. Me too. And I am going to be poking you to be on my podcast as well. So, um, yeah, thank you so much for having me. Sarah. Oh, I would love to be on your podcast. Thank you so much. That would be great. Yeah, we have to do that. I'm excited. 
That would be great. Well, thanks so much for geeking out with me about capsule wardrobes today. Really appreciate that. Thanks. So few you, people want to geek out with me about that. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, anytime. I'm I'm your girl. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much. And thank you all for listening today. Namaste. Take care, everyone. Thanks so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more, join my free and private Facebook group. In it, I offer exclusive content and unique ways to work with me. It's like having access to your own personal professional organizer. The link is in the show notes to join today. See you on Facebook.